Hi everyone, and thank you for joining us today. Um, I've got a special guest today, Maria Thomason, uh, who is actually the first conveyancer guest I've got on my show. Uh, Maria, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Um, now, um, normally I would actually interview yourself uh, or my guests at a cafe, but obviously we are in lockdown, so that's not possible. Um, so we're, we're going to skip over the coffee part, um, and I'm just going to go jump right into the, uh, you know, how does the audience get to know Maria, what makes Maria tick, and, and actually why did, is Maria doing what she's doing today? No problem. Yeah. So uh, how did you get started? So I began my career in conveyancing directly after finishing high school and have been in the industry for 20 years. I am very passionate about what I do, as you can probably already tell. Um, I, I've uh, had uh, the opportunity to work alongside with some amazing lawyers uh, who have allowed me to build a wealth of knowledge, which I enjoy immensely sharing with colleagues and also my clients. I uh, have always wanted to open up my own business, however, in conveyancing, which uh, this dream became reality last year. And now I'm the proud owner of Complete Conveyancing Solutions. Fantastic. Well, thank you. Um, you know, and congratulations for doing so. Thank you. Thank you. Um, now, obviously, you know, you, your journey sounds a lot like quite a few brokers as well, uh, because brokers mm -hmm. used to, you know, for well, the majority of them anyway, were ex-bankers. Um, or, or they started life out in another broker's business and then they decided to make the big jump yourself, themselves, similar to you. Mm. Um, so, you know, what, what is the hardest stuff that you've found so far in the last, well, obviously because we're in a very extraordinary time. Um, well, being, in, being part of this pandemic yeah. hasn't made, hasn't made uh, running a business smooth. No. But I have, I have, however, managed to uh, keep my head above water, which is obviously the um, most important thing um, to, to keep the business flowing. Fantastic. And um, so, so let's let's go take a step back actually as well. Yeah. In a sense where you've you've gone out as well, and 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 you know um, brokers would be reaching out to you, or you would be reaching out to a broker to uh, assist a customer to um, complete a, a purchase of a property. Um, mm -hmm. Now the reason, just uh, for the audience as well, um, the reason I, I know you is because you, you were looking at a, a Section 32 for me. That's correct. So, um, you know, um, in, what is a Section 32 for the, the, the average person who doesn't know what it is and, and how much care should a customer look at getting one before they, they take the big leap? Yeah, of course. So the Section 32 is a disclosure statement. So basically the vendor, the owner, is disclosing information that's relevant to the property. The important thing about uh, the outset of conveyancing is that documentation such as the Section 32 are reviewed by myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I do provide that service as you've already experienced. Uh, I also review the contracts I like to do that because I find that I can explain the document in clear detail to the purchaser or to the clients. They can then make more of an informed decision as to what they're entering into. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just the it's it's just really important that people understand they're signing legal documents. Mm. They're making a huge investment because clearly <laughs> they're not buying a car, they're buying 
yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars of property. And, and for most so, people, that would be their, their biggest investment of their lives, to be honest. Well, exactly right. And it's it, I just can't stress how important it is to have these documents reviewed before signing them. Now, I... Because it... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, now, I've... I've, I've um, first-hand experience uh, what you do um, and and I mentioned it to you before that you know I've, I've used other conveyances before um, when I gave them section 32 um, the response back I would usually get is yeah that's fine but you actually took a lot of time to sit down and, and actually explain to me um, what the various things mean so that that is just vitally important mm, very important and I think being well informed of what you're entering into uh, just gives you that peace of mind and you know that you haven't made the wrong decision. Fantastic. Now, can, can I just ask you then, Ryan, this is in, in your opinion, um, when a customer goes to look for a house, mm -hmm. at what point should they engage a conveyancer um, and get the Section 32 or should they do that before they see a broker or should they see a broker, get the pre-approval and then they see the conveyancer? Well, I, I guess the first thing is they need to figure out where the money's coming from. So the broker's probably the most <laughs> crucial thing to begin with. Yes, yeah. And then I guess the, the I, that's when I come into play. So <laughs> I think with buying property, especially for first home buyers, investors, they probably, because they've in the, they're in the market already, they understand the process. Mm -hmm. For first-time buyers, it's probably the best thing for them to do is to obviously go through a mortgage broker. Mm -hmm. First, I guess they find out exactly what their budget is. So then when they're looking at property, they know what budget they're looking at. Uh, mm -hmm. And rather than finding a property that they like and then decide coming to a mortgage broker and then finding out that they can't afford to buy that property, they'll be very disheartened by that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, coming to myself to review the documents. So I guess the, the purchaser always will go through the property to make sure that, you know, they're happy with what they're, what they're buying. And then it's a matter of getting those legal documents to myself to review. Mm -hmm. And then once I've reviewed those, then I get it's the, generally it's the uh, process of negotiating price, deposit, subject to finance, subject to building and pest inspection. And also whether there's any conditions in there that are onerous on the purchaser, things that can be negotiated between the parties. So that's why it, uh, it's important that those documents are, are looked at by myself. So then I can obviously give them that advice and hmm. guide them to what should be and what shouldn't be in the contract. Excellent. Now, with regards to uh, what you just said before with the pest and building inspections, um, especially for the, you know, the, the new borrowers, the, the first time um, buyers basically. Um, is it something you recommend that they all, all do or do you think that you know, for the most part they, um, you know, well, you're, you're going to get what you pay for or, or the, the fact that the bank is going to send someone through to have a look at the property anyway? Um, no, so a building inspection and the valuation are two very separate things. Mm -hmm. So the building inspection, you'll have a, a licensed building inspector that will actually inspect the property thoroughly and will give you a report. Uh, some of these reports that come across my desk are huge mm -hmm. in, um, and, and extremely complex and detailed, very comprehensive. Uh, so the answer to your question is yes, they should get a building and pest inspection. And the reason for that is, is because 
that everything looks pretty on the outside mm. but on the inside you don't know what's there so a building inspector can do more of an invasive uh, inspection of the property mm -hmm. uh, you know you can also get a, a termite uh, an inspection for pest mm -hmm. infestation yep. as well which i think is also important because you don't want to be buying a house where they're you know, subject to termites and your house is going to fall down in 10 years time. Yeah, absolutely. So that just takes the emotion out of the whole process, doesn't it? It just means that you, you have a, a bit of peace of mind that a professional is going to have a look at the property and, um, and know that that property is sound for you and your family to, to live in without you're going to you know, obviously move into something and then you don't want to spend thousands of dollars more to fix something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it just, yeah, it just basically eliminates that issue. Mm -hmm. Now, um, going forward, so, so the customer goes through a broker, gets the finance, engages your services, um, and then the bank gives the customer uh, what we call a unconditional approval or formal approval in uh, lender speech. Um, so th then what else is the customer expecting to, to um, your role would be? Um, do they wait for you? Do they continue to talk to the broker or do they continue to talk to you to make sure that the, the settlement goes through on time? Yeah, of course. So both myself and the client will be in contact with their broker. Uh, the client will also always be in contact with me. Uh, I do provide the clients with um, updates throughout the process of the entire transaction. Mm -hmm. So once the contract is signed, the contract is then exchanged by the estate agents provided to myself and to all the relevant parties. Uh, in turn, I then forward that on to the mortgage broker if I've got their details um, on hand. Mm -hmm. And then I guess it's a matter of, like you said, the broker will process the loan to get it to the unconditional status. And then once we've got that um, written approval, then we go down the, the path of basically getting the client to verify their identity, making sure that um, you know all the certificates are applied for, doing all the relevant searches on the property to make sure that everything is up, above board, so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I guess if the contract is subject to building a pest, the client, the purchaser would essentially go and get a building into pest inspector to inspect the property. And if that report then comes back satisfactory, without any major structural defects, then it's a matter of um, proceeding with that contract unconditionally. And then, yeah, it's a, basically the rest of it's left up to me. Okay. So in, in normal conditions, I would um, not ask anything further simply because, uh, you know, you, you, the, the assumption would be that you'll get you'll, you'll meet up at an agreed time with the, ver uh, the, the outgoing bank and the incoming bank and the various solicitors to exchange contracts. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. So settlements happen electronically now, so you're not essentially meeting up face to face anymore, Fantastic. which is really great, mm -hmm. uh, thanks to PEXA. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so pretty much everything that we do with conveyancing is electronic, mm -hmm. uh, from assessments of stamp duty to uh, you know preparation of transfer documents, notice of acquisitions, things like that. Mm -hmm. So the bank will communicate via the Pixel workspace mm -hmm. together with all the relevant parties. And, and, and I find that quite interesting, isn't it? Because where you're doing the transfer of the titles of a property and you can do it all electronically, but yet the majority of banks right now to get a loan is not all electronic. 
So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need to up the ante. I think. Yeah. So it it is it is um is it is vastly uh, strange, but obviously uh, the, the hope is that you know. Um, we're in a, a pandemic at right at the moment, and obviously things, you know, it's, it's ad nauseum. We're talking about things will not be the same anymore, or the new normal, and so forth. So I guess mm. fairly shortly um, we'll see lenders um, allow a more online um, interaction between broker and, and customer, and then obviously then mm-hmm. that can you know um, speed up the process for everyone involved. Um, yeah, that's exactly right, and I find that a lot of clients enjoy having everything electronic they don't have to have you know the old face-to-face mm-hmm. uh, interaction where they have got to come to your office and sit down in the conference or take time off work mm. I think it's uh, having everything electronic just makes it so much easier mm. and as a, a conveyancing practitioner we had now have the well not now but we've had the um, responsibility to sign documents on our client's behalf so mm. i guess that takes out that eliminates other documentation that they need to sign yep. uh, however the client would authorize has to authorize all of that at the beginning of the transaction mm. uh, to enable us to be able to sign and that forms part of the verification of id process mm. yep well, there you go um well I, I don't think I've got any more questions for you. Is there, is there anything else that, uh, <laughs> that a broker or customer needs to know, to needs to be aware of, to be honest? Um, because like, from, from, from my, my side, I, I, you know, as, as a customer, for example, I, I, I go to um, Bianca in this case to, to assist me with getting the loan. And then mm-hmm. I, I come to you um, to, to, to assist me with regards to um, finalizing the doc one making sure that the contract is correct and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. But is there anything I can do to speed the process up to make things you know, easy for yourself as, um, to, um, and, and obviously to say Bianca to get the process going smoothly? Mm. I think communication is key in, in these types of transactions and teamwork is so important. Mm-hmm. And when you've, got, when you've got a mortgage broker and a conveyancer and everyone working together, mm-hmm. I find that this, the, the actual process is so much smoother mm-hmm. than when people are working against each other. So in saying that, communicating, uh, for instance, with Bianca, we obviously communicate quite a lot. Uh, Bianca understands where the matter is at on a, on a continuous basis, just like I understand where her the finance process is at. Mm-hmm. Yep, fantastic. Um, well. Fiona, thank you so much for taking time out today, as well as last week, because I had technical difficulties. Um, That's okay. So I, I hope you, you know, I'm not going to scare you, and hopefully I can uh, ask you to come back at a different time um, uh, to interview about other matters um, that's related to the uh, the buying and selling of, of properties. That's fine. I'm very, I'll be very pleased to do that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And guys, thank you for listening in. Uh, and okay look out for my next episode. Thank you. Thank you.